friends. Welcome to the Comedian's Wife podcast. I'm your host, Carrie, along with my husband, stand-up comedian, Leland Clausen. On today's episode, we have soprano Gerda Findeisen, who has performed on opera and concert stages all over the world, along with her husband, Brent Shias, who is the director of television content for Just for Laughs. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I app. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. I'm just going to jump right in. I know you guys are in Montreal and Quebec and you are under lockdown right now. So I'm just kind of curious. Are you guys driving each other a little crazy or how you doing? She only asks that because I'm driving her crazy. I didn't catch any veiled reference whatsoever. <laughs> I will let my wife, Gelda, answer first. What have we been doing and am I driving you crazy? Um, about him... Yeah, you know what? I find it's, it was actually, watch it now. It's nice, it's nice to, uh, when he gets out of the house <laughs> today. <laughs> no, it was in a long time that he actually had work the whole day. He was outside mm. of the house. And, and I mean, I, I love my husband and I love spending time with him, but you know, He's up there and he, he walks down from the office and I'm down here. And I just, for my, I, I find it wonderful to have peace. Anyway. Um, <laughs> you can't have peace with a friend there. <laughs> I'm not going to say he drives me crazy. Uh, but what I'm I did going get... to infer <laughs> Pretty succinctly, uh, in fact. <laughs> so Brent, why don't we just talk a little bit about what you do for a living? My, my title is Director of Television Content. At just five. So that's my title. I mean, what it means is I'm one of the producers of the television stand-up shows of Just for Last. I'm also involved now with the gags as well. And we do non-stand-up TV shows as well. Uh, right now on CBC, plug, plug, is Humor Resources with uh, hosted by John Doerr. So that's airing, and I was involved in that. So it's that's my title. Um Briefly, I started there in 1991 when I was two years old. Um, uh, volunteer. I started edit. volunteer. Edit, edit. Uh, I started out volunteer and then started full-time in 95 and been doing, I worked in communications, distribution, marketing, uh, programming, and now in television. So you started so. as a volunteer at Just for Laughs. Wow. Yes. Handing out flyers. Wow. For shows and, now, and pretending I liked them when I didn't know what it was. <laughs> Were you just like, hey, this will be, I enjoy comedy. This is going to be a great thing to volunteer, but I've got other career aspirations. And then it just led into this or what? Uh, the backstory was, um, uh, full disclosure, uh, my father had a job he didn't like. And I remember as a kid watching mm. my father go in the morning to a job yeah. he hated and come home in the evening from a job he didn't like. And I thought to myself, and this was as a kid, I thought I would like to do something that I enjoy doing, consider fun, uh, am good at. So that was one of the things where I said, do I want to be an accountant? No. And there, there are fantastic accountants in the world who love right, being right. an accountant, which is fantastic. Lawyers, managers, chemists, 
opera singers, everything in the world, and they love what they do, which is fantastic. But I don't enjoy certain aspects that other people find enjoying. Mm -hmm. And I thought entertainment would be fun. I'd like to travel. So I started uh, again. It just I went to an outdoor show at the festival. Thought this is amazing what they were doing. They uh, for you thought an outdoor, outdoor show was amazing. <laughs> wait, wait, I gotta yes. understand. <laughs> no, the, the outdoor component mm. of the festival was yeah, amazing yeah. because they had international. This is not like a busker uh, passing a hat around for quarters right. and juggling. It's international street theater from we had this huge troupe from Spain, from Russia. These these clowns from Russia were amazing. And so I thought, this is really cool. Looked him up in 1991, looked him up in the phone book, phoned a guy who ended up being my boss and said, do you guys need anyone to, I don't know, do whatever? Because I had a full-time job. I didn't need yeah. the income. I was just like, yeah, sure, I'll do whatever. And started then. And they figured I was I was very gung-ho and maybe a little crazy. but <laughs> Which you fit in perfect. Get him on so that was it. And that's where I started. And I thought, oh, this is fun. And every every year I'd do a little more and say, this is still fun. And it's still fun. I mean, it's work. There's nuts and bolts and grinding aspects to it, but it's still fun. And for you, it was, I mean, what? Comedy? <laughs> comedy. No. Well, see, my wife is a very talented that, opera singer and it's different. That's, see, that's a world I think that a lot of people don't know anything about. Of course, I do. But for our listeners... <laughs> <laughs> the great unwashed. No, um, have you, you ever expert. been to the opera? Ever? No. No. Okay, there is only one right answer. Use <laughs> <laughs> your words carefully. But there's a couple things we're going to cover here, though. We want to know how you guys met, but I also want to dive into the the world of opera. How do you get into it? Just tell us the whole thing. Is that okay? That yeah. I asked that? No, okay. that's great. What is the lifestyle like? What What does that look like? Give give us the whole thing. Give us uh, opera singing one hundred and one. Oh, okay, how, how many days you have? That's right. Um, well, how it started really? I mean, for me, I in my family it was classical music and classical music only. I mean, mm-hmm. anything that was not classical was a sin. <laughs> Which is still <laughs> true did, to this day. Is. Yeah, as it yeah, is. Absolutely. My parents put me into piano. Afterwards, uh, violin. I uh, played for 10 years. Uh, I did Beethoven uh, uh, sonatas, which is, it was a good level. I mean, I could have gone on and, and become become a professional uh, violinist, but I always knew I had a, I had a voice at Sunday school, at church. Uh, I, I sang just normal for me. And then uh, the teachers, the, the Sunday teacher said, okay, everybody sing like her. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you? <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I understood, okay, maybe there's a distinction. And <clears throat> so in a musical family, my, my grandfather was also, uh, he was arranging, he was a, a classic, like string quartets, mm. which is a cello, uh, viola, and two violins, first and second. He was arranging things like that. He was playing all four in- instruments uh, with the piano as well. He was he was a very gifted man. Um, That's on your father's side. Father's side. And then at 10 generations back now. Uh, <laughs> when we founded Switzerland, uh, what happened was. Um, yeah, so he composed also a little bit. Anyway, so I uh, finally, I went to the, I mean, I was always into music and I started with 16 on my first lessons 
voice lessons, but uh, I, I continued with violin and afterwards. But it's definitely so that that I mean, opera even in Switzerland, it's it's a niche. Mm. I mean, it's it's elite. I mean, it's considered. But but there are definitely also efforts made to to bring to the people. I mean, the Jeunesse Musicale, which I toured with in Canada uh, a few years back. I mean, we went to high school theaters. Mm. I mean, in in the high schools or the colleges and university and so forth. And, and also theaters, but but it was there is a big uh, effort to connect. How much traveling do you do with that? I mean, uh, other than a COVID year, how much traveling do you do to to do that? Depends. Overseas tw- twice, maybe twice to three times mm-hmm. a year. But I like to say, years ago, she did a, um, a silent film thing with Gabrielle Thibodeau. Oh yeah, I need to. She leave. was in uh, mm-hmm. she was in Dijon, France. And uh, she was called by this conductor who needed her in Bologna, Italy. So she went to the two of the four food groups in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> she was only missing a trip to Turkey and Chile, and that would have been four. Anyways, that's my big opera joke. So how did you guys keep that in the back pocket? Hey, <laughs> she right, I hit pocket that one for later. How did you guys meet? So I can I take this one? Oh, please go. Thank you. Um, so when we were, but I beat you. Yes, you better than me. Um, when we were, we used to go over every year, every two years to Switzerland. My brother and I, my older brother and I, because my grand uh, grandfather lived in Switzerland still. We go to see him, and there was a a thing to bring back Swiss citizens living abroad, and they'd hold ski, ski camps. So we'd go over, and it's partially funded. You go to Switzerland and ski oh, for wow. two weeks. Fun. Um, and visit my grandparents and etc. My father didn't come with us one year, but my mother knew a Swiss woman living in Montreal who said, you're going to Switzerland. We went to the same church. So um, she said, not her and my parents, but same denomination sort of. And she said, you're going over to Switzerland. Go say hi to my sister and her family who go to this uh, Brethren Christian church in Basel. And my father's from Basel. So we said, okay. So we went over. And uh, this lovely family had us over for lunch after church, and we went over, and that was her parents. Oh, cool. So got in there, and uh, we went into the living room. I don't know what's going on. So I'm sitting in the living room, and they called the girls down to, to Hello. And exactly. <laughs> she got to the bottom step, and I said, hello. How did you, how were you? Doing? So wait, how old were you? <laughs> Do you remember what you wore? Because was I it a bow tie? Shirt? What, what did no. he wear? No, a polka dot shirt. I the white I don't remember. What I don't remember what I, I wore the first time. The second time, she didn't speak much English oh. at the time, so it was stilted conversation. Excuse me. The first time we met. <laughs> Anyways, the second time we went back a couple of years later, and we sort of hit it off, and uh, we played ping pong together the first time. And I, there's two versions of this story. <laughs> uh, he beat me soundly, or I let her. Oh. Um, okay. One of those two is true. Um, there's debates back and forth to the veracity of either story. Um, so, so the second time we went back, we sort of hit it off better, and conversation was flowing. And uh, we sort of hit it off, and we started a relationship, but it went up and down for years. And we yeah, commu- well, I said, I remember we were in Paris, together i yes. mean with my sister and his brother so don't worry um but it's paris it's a city of love 
Exactly. Yeah, but, but the thing was, I told him, no. Oh. Really? No, I really, I said, Shut I, me down. I said, I didn't see it at this time. And if the Lord wanted us to come together, I would, uh, I don't know, then, then we would. You, you'd said to him, listen, so if I would have beat you in ping pong, that's, what, <laughs> but I didn't. Exactly. Or, or did, wait, did, and yeah, you didn't uh, try. Okay. Yeah, and that's what. Anyway, so we wrote back and forth, back in the days, uh, wrote letters, which is for, for your younger <laughs> listeners, uh, letters are like a, a, a small blog you write on, on smashed paper. Smashed Smash trees. Paper. paper. And you mail it with paper. Paper. Yeah. And that makes perfect paper. sense. And you write it with a pen, which is a, a thing that dispenses ink that you hold. Um, and you send them. And so we wrote back and forth for many years. And then when I started working for the festival, uh, one of my first trips was to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in Scotland. And I thought, wow, they're sending me over to Scotland. Uh, who do I know in Europe? <laughs> who do I know that's um, close so. to the same continent? <laughs> On the continent, I guess, that's technically, right. but not really. Exactly. So I went over and that's where things sort of started. And we started dating. And uh, that was 1995. And it was ups and downs, you know, long distance is Hmm. difficult. And then we got married in 99, 1999. So I'm trying to picture you guys as a young couple. So Brent, did you love opera or how did, did, did you always love it? Or did you do, did you just kind of learn to love it? (laughs) The faces you guys are giving me. What Um, on earth? Is there a bead of sweat literally forming on your forehead right now? I didn't know I didn't know much about it honestly but I've come to and for listeners going opera is so intimidating there's some hilarious operas really? there's some very accessible operas if you know nothing about opera and you want a good laugh you can youtube with english subtitles there's mm-hmm. an opera called Gianni Schicchi it's Gianni called Gianni Schicchi <laughs> um it's an Italian opera, but there's English subtitles, and you can get the whole translation. It is a scream. It's so yeah. funny. Um, like all singers, also most singers are very funny. I did not know that. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> yes, dear. My um, colleagues are funnier than your colleagues. <laughs> so, but Which but seems serious. exactly. No, they are very amusing. And the operas themselves, once you get into the story, it's, I mean, for people who don't know, the first impression of opera is it's a fat lady screaming. Well, that's so juvenile. That's correct. You know? Yes. Um, There are intricate plot lines sometimes. Some of them are dramatic completely. Some of them are comedic completely. Some of them are love stories. Some of them are family stories. It's, but Gianni Schicchi, Gianni. Gianni Schicchi. Janiski um, is a very funny opera that's worth operetta that's worth looking into. So it's not an operetta, okay? It's not. No, I feel I feel way less bad about not knowing stuff about. So thank you for making me feel so good about my lack of knowledge. Opera, but because you can't an operetta is. It's mostly French. It's a little earlier, and it's light. This, even though it's funny, it still has the Puccini heaviness. Just like this conversation has okay. the Puccini heaviness. <laughs> Whoa! For my wife, anything beyond eight uh, earlier than eighteen fifty. Uh, sorry, later than eighteen fifty is modern. Oh, eighteen fifty. So, 
Well, contemporary is, is uh, basically anything in the 20th century. No, it's, it's not really true. It's just silly. That's uh, an exaggeration. <laughs> but silly. So, no, I wasn't Why always into opera. The <laughs> I don't know what went wrong. I explained all my jokes. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a quote from uh, <laughs> New Girl. Everything was all together. Um, so, no, I wasn't always into opera. <laughs> Fair enough. To summarize. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, and I'm also picturing, so when Brent, when we first met you, um, you were actually not the producer of Just for Last, but you would go and screen comics, I think. Is that, that's probably not the technical yes. term. No. I was a scout. I was, I was booking not and programming. Not when you first met? What were no, you? No. no, that was high school. You were 17. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But he was always funny. So uh, two questions that brings up. Brent, why have you never done stand-up? And two, I, I'm really curious of whether you drug your wife along to see all these comics all the time because after a while, I sure got tired of it. <laughs> for me, uh, I never tried stand-up. I've always thought about it, but I think for me, my wife sometimes says you should get on stage because I tend to be very amusing for the most part. <laughs> um, but I really, it's a bit of a pressure because of the role I play in the job I uh, have have had and have done where it would be seen as I've seen so much stand-up I'm just picking from other performers which I wouldn't do because that would be 